Hello and welcome to Socks on Tap. I am Johnny Nani. I am joined tonight by Andrew Kinsler. We are talking about a blowout win. South Siders won 10 to 4 over the Cleveland Indians to open a four game weekend set. How are you feeling about this one, Andrew? Johnny, I feel absolutely great. Uh, it's pretty awesome to now be part of my first Socks on Tap winner. So um, it's been a pretty good past few days for me. So I went to the Tuesday and the Wednesday games against the Royals. So I was able to see three winners there. But uh, I think the real winner out of all of that was probably me actually winning the 50-50 raffle. Uh, I thought that that was a hoax. Uh, You know, after (laughs) time and time again of attempting it, it finally paid off here and uh, could not be more pleased. I think, if anything, I was in shock initially. I I didn't even get that excited because I just thought it was too good to be true i thought i was dreaming yeah, yeah i was sitting right in front of you and you were like oh my god i, I actually won like you yeah. didn't like yell like you were just like like you said in shock that was pretty uh fantastic that that happened so glad i was there to be part of the uh good luck for you um but yeah so i mean a lot of winning going on here on the south side they swept the kansas city royals so uh add on this win tonight and that's four in a row uh that's what they call a winning streak yeah, we don't know a whole lot about those, but um, hey, it does feel great while we are there, and especially doing it against teams within our divisions. So uh, I do hate the Kansas City Royals, um, and it just really does feel great to take three from them. And you know, now we really have kept our sights set on straight as we begin a- another series against another divisional opponent, and. I really do like how we really did hand it to the Cleveland Indians tonight, especially Carlos Carrasco, who, especially this season, has been really tough against us. So he's pitched tw- so whenever he was coming into this game, twelve innings with twelve strikeouts, only giving up eight hits. Uh, particularly doing very, very well against Yuan Mankata, but we really sure did get to him today, didn't we, Johnny? Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, uh, when we were going to get into this, obviously there's a bunch of offense to break down here, but if we go pitching first here, you just mentioned Carrasco on the Cleveland side. Uh, this was a game that I probably thought we were not going to win, to be honest with you. Manny Benuelos on the hill, I figured that he would get touched up a little bit early on, and uh, he, he did uh, You know, the two runs in that third inning. Uh, that you know, it, it kind of got everybody on the edge of like, oh my God, here we go again. That's just kind of how it feels. Um, but he was able to get out with just those two runs uh, given up in that inning. And then he ended up giving up one more. So three uh, total earned runs uh, with three walks, three strikeouts, one uh, home run allowed uh, through five and a third. So th- it wasn't as bad as it could have been, um, it, it, you know, with the Manny Benuelo start. Uh, he, he kept us there. And then the offense came to play today. So, um, I mean, where, where do we even start? Just looking up and down this lineup card here. Lurie Garcia, three for five. Yoan, two for five. Um, Abreu, one for four, but he had that home run, uh, three-run home run. And then you have uh, Yonder Alonso, two for three. He had a home run as well. Um, I mean, Uhoy went three for four with two RBIs. He had an RBI double early on. Um, Yolmer, two for four. So, I mean, offense by committee, Andrew. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a great day for the White Sox offense. Only thing on that, I think the Abreu one was a two-run bomb. He also had a sack fly earlier in the game. Could be wrong on that. But uh, back to Manny Banuelos, I mean, as you said, he pitched okay, which, you know, 
as of late, we'll take that out of Manny Banuelos. Uh, the one thing that I didn't like about this particular outing for him was that as soon as the offense would get him more runs, it seemed like either that inning or the inning after that, he would go out and then give up more runs. So um, I'm not sure whether that says more about him. Um, I'm going to take it as a positive and say that the offense really did have um, quite a bit of fight to them today. So, um, you know, ups and downs, and they didn't let the momentum shift too far in one direction. And eventually, as as soon as they would come back from, you know, uh, Cleveland scoring more runs, then eventually in the later innings, they really put it away for good, which is what you like to see. And um, as you mentioned, particular performances, Yonder Alonso, where did this come from? We, we sure like to see this. This is what's great when uh, you have a competent four hitter. Yeah, what did, what did I text you after that happened? I was like, well, this isn't real. This is a simulation. Yeah. It's an episode of Black make, Mirror. Make I, believe. I, I, I honestly could not believe it. Because he had a double as well in this one. Uh, but then, obviously, that home run is, you know, well, where has that been? You know, we, we expected, you and me were kind of not high on him, I wouldn't say. But we were we were thinking, okay, he's going to be fairly serviceable and provide some pop in the line, especially playing in the launching pad that we play in. Um, so it is good to finally see that. It, it feels like it's been forever. Um, you know, everybody's riding him hard. Uh, I, I mean, rightfully so, though. He was, you know, he's still, even with today, he's a buck 80. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I guess uh, maybe it's more a combination of the uh, coaching decisions that place him in those uh, situations. When you see him at four spot, you know, you're, <laughs> you're cleanup hitter hitting 180. That doesn't inspire confidence usually. But uh, tonight, hey. I, I will I will take out. that from Yonder Alonzo. So I am uh, happy for him, but we just need him to be more consistent going forward. Um, do. Do, do you have a favorite uh, player or anything from this game? I mean, I know there's a bunch to choose from, but um, just, is any moment that stands out to you? So I really do want to stick with Yonder Alonzo here. Um, my favorite play probably was that, that leadoff double he had in the bottom of the second there. So, you know, that really did get the inning started. And that's really where um, the offense really got things going against Carlos Carrasco because then uh, James McCann was able to work his way on, which I also want to get to that play about Yonder Alonzo. I'm going to have to have a little bit of critical feedback for him, even with the great offense um or with the great offensive day he had at the plate. But uh, then then it leaves a nice chance for Eloy Jimenez to get that nice two-run double. Um, and then and then from there, I mean, the offense just kept on clicking. So that was, that was probably just what really stuck out to me in that I, I had the feeling in that things could be changing. Uh, things are really looking good for this particular game. It was just a good omen. It, 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 it was just kind of like, Right after a, a rainstorm, whenever you kind of see a rainbow there, um, that was what the Yonder Alonso double was for me. And then it showed there was a nice little pot of gold at, at the end of it when uh, he surprised us even more with a two-run homer. So what else did you have to say about your favorite play of the game? 
So I was just going to go with, I know it was not a deciding, uh, you know, play here. Um, it was a little bit later in the game, but I'm going to go with the Jose home run because yeah. that kind of stuff just energizes a team. And, you know, that was in the seventh inning that he hit that. And we were done yet then that, that kind of like, you know, keep your foot on the gas, that kind of sort of mentality. That's why I like that one. Um, just speaking from more of a, you know, it would not the technical numbers behind um, where we were at that point in the game, but just the mentality uh, sort of uh, boost there. I, I know we had, we had already been hitting earlier in the day, but it was that we're not going to stop. We're going to play all, you know, nine innings. Whereas it kind of looked like when we were up seven, one uh, yesterday against the Royals, it kind of like, you know, you felt like we were taking our foot off the gas a little bit. So um, right. th- that was, that, that was just a encouraging sign for me. So um, th- yeah. that's all. Uh, that's all I've got from there. What, what were you going to circle back on with Yonder there? <laughs> right. So with Yonder, um, I mean, critical feedback. He needs to know that, you know, he's not the most fleet of foot. Um, and it almost looked like he was uncomfortable being on base, uh, maybe due to the fact that he hasn't been on base all that much this year. But great right, it. right after he hits that double. So James McCann hits a hard ground ball to shortstop uh, and Francisco Lindor was in a pretty decent spot to make a play here. Um, a lot of times that play would be made, especially with a pretty decent fielder like a Francisco Lindor. So um, luckily James McCann, who if you haven't already White Sox fans, you should vote for this man to get into the all-star game along with many of the other White Sox contributors who have been doing well. Um, fourth in the league in catcher war. Absolutely. So it was very lucky that he scorched this ball and it got past Lindor. Otherwise, um, he was pretty much straight into a sprint into third base, not really knowing what's going on. Usually you want to see the runner at second freeze there to see if it gets passed or not. Um, so especially with his speed, he would have been dead by, uh, quite a bit there if, that play was made. So I didn't like that, but I guess you would rather be lucky than good in that situation. That's all right. Um, it didn't wind up hurting anything, but then later on in the game, uh, I think after he walked, he tried stealing second. He did <laughs> to no avail. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure if you had any thoughts on these blunders by him. Uh, obviously, like we said, not to be too hard on him, you know, we'll, We'll 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 take the positives where we can get them with Yonder Alonso right now, but um, yeah. in the future you want to see that be squared up just a little bit. Yeah, well, even you know these guys are professionals. Uh, you you got to have the fundamentals down. Even like something you know, I can go and uh, you know as good as Timmy's been lately and all season. I'm still going to go to that play in the ninth inning. Um, granted, we're up, you know, that much. Uh, but, you know, the th- low throw, Jose can't pick it out. Should have been the yeah. last out of the game. Uh, ended up having to go to Jose Ruiz. Like I said, no no damage done there. It was fine. Uh, it didn't matter. But just, you know, in a tight game, that will matter. So right. just getting the fundamentals down. Um, you know, Jace Fry, what's up with him? He can't. Uh, I yeah. Granted, that was Timmy's play. He probably would have been out of that and wouldn't have gone to Ruiz then. But, uh, you know, it walks the next guy. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, just little things like little things like that to nitpick. Overall, I can't be too uh, down about anything tonight. Uh, it's great for four wins in a row. Not complaining about that. 
10 runs tonight. Not complaining about that. Like I said, just the little things to keep an eye on. And if those, you know, uh, keep showing up, then we are probably going to have some problems in close games later down the road. So, um, that, that's all I've got for tonight. Um, I guess the only other negative thing uh, to you know be negative Nancy here, but um, we were three for eleven with runners in scoring position. So that I mean uh, you can always improve on that. Uh, but I mean, Cleveland was only one for eight, so I, I guess we were a little bit more opportunistic than them. But still, you'd like to see us a little bit higher right. in that category. But that you know, like I said. We, we can't complain about the end result of this one. So I will take it. And uh, what do you say we uh, look ahead to tomorrow's game? Yeah, I just wanted to give one last piece of kudos to Evan Marshall. So I wrote Ooh, a yeah. blog about him during spring training. Um, I had did a little blog just kind of about who are some of these guys that are on the spring training roster that some of the fans may not know a lot about. So one of the guys I wrote about was Danny Mendick, who has actually still been hitting pretty well down in AAA, and a lot of fans really took notice of him in spring training and are still keeping an eye on him. But I also wrote about Evan Marshall, so he has a very interesting story. Um, he's been up and down from the majors for quite a bit of time. He's you know been up in professional baseball for quite a bit of time, and... Um, there was actually a point in time where he was almost out of baseball for good. So uh, in a triple-A game, he took a comebacker straight to the skull and had to have emergency surgery that did wind up saving his life, And um, which thankfully so because, you know, those uh, like comebackers are very dangerous and, you know, you just don't want to see someone get hurt like that. But he's really came back strong. So he's been up in the majors for us this year a, a little bit and uh, – Hasn't given up a run, so he did a clean one and two-thirds innings here for us today, and it was pretty efficient. I think it was 12 pitches, 12, 13 pitches, something like that. It, oh, I think I told you, I said, what a beautiful surprise Evan Marshall has been. Because we, we, we had no, um, you know, kind of expectations, I would say. I, I don't even know if we expected him to be on the roster. I think we probably thought he'd be a triple-A guy, um, but, you know, knowing, knowing the way we shuttle relievers back and forth, um, he, could have gotten a shot at one point, but nobody expected to, for him to be as consistent as he has been. Like you had said, hasn't given up a run all season. So um, you just love to see that, especially when you got guys that you thought were going to be solid that were last year, like a Jace Fry type. Um, you, you know, it's good to see guys then like Marshall and Bummer pick up the slack there. So um, agree with you. I, I love the kudos to Evan Marshall and hopefully he just keeps it up. Right. Um, I mean, it's this this run isn't going to last forever. He's eventually going to give up a run. I know that. Um, but let, let's see how long we can make it here. I mean, that? it was good that it was very good that he kept the scoreless streak going tonight because when he came in, it was still a close ball game. If he, you know, like misses a beat at all there, uh, this could have been a very different ball game, especially with the fact that Colome has been used pretty heavily lately. And there was a good chance that if this was a close game, he wasn't really probably going to be an option at that point so it's great to see that he was able to hold the fourth down and then uh the offense continued to add there but uh yeah so you mentioned getting into t- tomorrow that's about all i have on today unless you wanted to as well um yeah yeah than, no, the, the that, that's all i'm I had sick it. and tired i'm sick and tired of jordan luplo hitting against manny banuelos but uh you know <laughs> I, I, there's, I, there's, I, there's, that's there's, not even going to be a thought tonight 
there's a, there's always a White Sox killer. The, the, it's just bound to happen. So he was tonight, and obviously hit a home run. So um, yeah. let, let's yeah. just move on to tomorrow. Yeah. We've got these same Indians back on the south side at Guaranteed Rate Field. It's going to be Trevor Bauer for the Indians. He's four and four on the year, uh, 3.99 ERA against Dylan Covey, who's 0 and four, 5.47 ERA. So um, how are you feeling about this one? So I'm excited. I mean, Trevor Bauer is a good pitcher, uh, so might be a little bit of a tougher matchup. But uh, hopefully, Dylan Covey can can you know see if we can keep this winning streak alive for the team. So uh, I'm excited. I'll be that. I'll actually be at the game tomorrow. I'll be sitting in the new Goose Island section. Uh, couldn't turn down those free tickets I was gifted. So. Uh, I'll have to let you all know how that goes, and uh, I'll probably be uh, like waving over to some of our friends in the 108 there. So uh, excited for that! But I mean, I think we can keep this thing rolling. It just doesn't look like this offense is going to stop, and you know, we're just playing well. It's just plain and simple. So uh, I'm hoping for. A win, but um, either way, I think it's going to be a good ball game. Expecting a lot of energy from the crowd, and um, I think people are really going to start to get excited about White Sox baseball, uh, especially heading into the summer. So, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, all good points there. I will be at the game as well, but um, you you can you know wave over to me. I'll be uh, the peasant <laughs> in the one forty nine. Um, you and your high uh, rolling Goose Island seats. So, and you ball. enjoy that though. Um, yeah, big ball. And uh, to, I mean, to, a Dylan Covey start is it, it's tough to say, yes, we're going to win. But like you had mentioned, the offense playing so well and it's warming up. And then that turns guaranteed rate field into even more of a launching pad. We saw that tonight and it's supposed to be nice again tomorrow. So I would expect some more, even though it is Trevor Bauer, I would expect to see uh, another fairly uh, high scoring affair. Um, I, I think that is probably in the cards, especially, and I, I kind of go back to mentality, momentum, whatever you want to call it here, like Jose's home run, you know, uh, keeping the train rolling offensively tonight. I feel like that's just kind of a contagious sort of thing. Now people see that the guys get excited in the dugout. Um, you know, you, you got other guys that are just on fire right now too. Lurie Garcia. He's been a singles machine. Uh, yeah, even Yolmer Sanchez hitting a lot better. He had that walk off in, uh, uh, the first of uh, those games on uh, Tuesday, the ones that were uh, suspended. So, um, I mean, it, you've you've got guys, you know, Yonder Alonso tonight. I mean, I know he's got to put together more than just one game for us yeah. to like, say that. But, you know, maybe that's, a, you know, that'll be good for him mentally. So I, I, I do like to look at the mentality aspect of this team. And there's certain... Uh, what's the way I want to describe it? When we were talking about it on TriSox Weekly today, certain teams that can get in a groove, like, you know, like the Astros, they can like get in a groove and just go on an absolute tear. Granted, they have a bunch of talent that helps them do that as well. A team like the Twins, they, they get in a groove too. Um, I think it's time for the White Sox to find their groove. And obviously four games is a good start there, but let's keep it rolling. I, I'm going to get a little greedy here. I want it. Uh, I, I honestly would love to see him sweep out this uh, homestand. That would be phenomenal. But, let's do uh, it. I uh, honestly, if I'm going realistic prediction, I don't think that's going to happen. But the uh, the optimist in me, the uh, fan that's going to be there, then, yeah, we're going to get it. We're going to sweep them back to back groups. I think that that would be great. And Uh, 
you got to mention as well. Yeah. Um, just a lot about what you said about offense by committee. I see that continuing, uh, you know, especially as you said, a, a lot of these really good teams get in grooves just because of their star power. Um, you know, there's no real star that's really going to carry the load here for us. It's going to be by committee. And um, that'll kind of lead me into what, who I think my pick to click will be for tomorrow. So the man that's going to get that all going here, uh, hopefully will still be at the top of the lineup card per usual um, as he has been hitting there lately. Your boy, our boy, Larry Garcia. So, I mean, as you mentioned, he's been a singles machine lately. He's been playing some great all-around baseball. He had that one uh, incredible catch in the Wednesday night game against the Kansas City Royals where he brought a home run back. Shades of Adam Engel, but uh, can actually hit. So I think, especially (laughs) at the top of the order, he's really going to get things going for this offense. Just get on base, uh, be able to use that speed to get around and score some runs. So my pick to click, your boy, I know you probably love this, Larry Garcia. Um, yep. So that's who I'm going with. Hopefully I didn't steal that from you, but who do you have? Absolutely. I love that. I love that pick. Um, that is a great pick, uh, especially with, you know, the way he's been playing lately. And I just, you know, I'm, I'm a Larry fanboy, So um, I like that pick. I'm going to go with uh, Johan Moncada, though. Um, he's hitting 400 against Bauer. Uh, Grant's only been 15 at bat, so he has two home runs, five RBIs against him. So um, I, I like Johan. He's just, you know, he, he looks like he's taking massive strides this year. Um, and, and if he can just keep doing that, I mean, he's going to be like the superstar that we, you know, had always imagined him to be when he was the number one prospect and all of that. So um, I, I like it. I think. Uh, he just like watching that home run on Wednesday night when we were there, you know, he goes out, gets it, still hits it super hard, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't like look like it that much. And then you go and like, look at the exit loss and you're like, wow, he can still crush the ball. Even if he's not, you know, completely pulling it. So um, I, I think Yohan's going to have himself a nice game tomorrow. Uh, hopefully he'll be driving in uh, your pick to click Larry Garcia. And we can get a little uh, team action on those cl- uh, picks to click. That would be great. Yeah, I don't like that pick, Johnny, because I absolutely love it. So uh, I think <laughs> our one-two there, it's going to be a powerful uh, little uh, dynamic duo there at the top of the order. Hopefully hopefully your pick uh, can get one up into the Goose Island section. I think that'd be pretty cool. Oh, there you go. Uh, let's see if he can pull one against Trevor Bauer. Uh I guess, granted, he's not playing with drones before the game and uh, injures his hand. But how unfortunate that would be. So, uh, I don't know. I guess on that note, uh, I'm going to fly on out of here. That's all I have, unless you have anything else. Uh, that's all I got. Um, there is a new episode of Shy Sox Weekly. Be sure to go check that out. Um, and then also all of our blogs and podcasts can be found at ontapsportsnet.com. That is all we've got for Socks on Tap tonight. For Andrew Kinsler, I'm Johnny Nani. Let's go White Sox. Go White Sox. Go White Sox.